I think yoga is the practice of paying attention. On this podcast, Yoga Strong, we talk about what paying attention on the mat, what being aware and being present, whether you're in the studio or out of the studio or in the kitchen or with your family or with your friends in connection, in your heart, in your head. What does paying attention look like for your life? That's what this podcast is all about. That's what Yoga Strong is about. It's not just strong in your muscles and strong in your movement on the mat. It's strong everywhere. This is Yoga Strong with your host, Bonnie Weeks. Guess what? It's podcast time. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Welcome to Yoga Strong and um, happy COVID. (laughs) Can we say happy COVID? I don't think happy is the right word, but here we are. We are all in this together, um, as has been said approximately, you know, 15 billion times at this moment. Um, but really, truly finding some way to find some um, happiness is, is pretty important and and having some joy, right? And, and having some experiences with joy, whatever that may look like for you. There is a book called The Book of Joy by Dalai Lama and then Desmond Tutu. And uh, Douglas Abrams has has written this together. Um, he, he interviewed them when they got together in person. I highly recommend this. And I want to read a, a statement from them or a, a paragraph from them. And I think it is exceptional <laughs> for our current moment um, before we jump into the other things of today. So for this, uh, page 12, if you happen to have this book, The Book of Joy, it says, discovering more joy does not, I'm sorry to say, save us from the inevitability of hardship and heartbreak. In fact, we may cry more easily, but we will laugh more easily too. Perhaps we are just more alive. Yet as we discover more joy, We can face suffering in a way that ennobles rather than embitters. We have hardship without becoming hard. We have heartbreak without becoming, without being broken. Isn't that beautiful? Perhaps we are just more alive. And, you know, we're feeling people here. We're here to pay attention. Like, oh, what is the yoga of now? Like if if there's any time that yoga, meaning, you know, translation of yoga, meaning union even, um, if there's any time we're like here in union, it's, it's definitely here in a worldwide adventure together. And that as human beings, and if you're listening here, then, you know, you are, trying to show up in your life in a very aware and attentive way. And so that means that you're paying attention to where you feel joy and, and um, where you don't feel joy. Right. And, and I think like they say here that discovering more joy doesn't save us from hardship and heartbreak and that we both laugh and we cry more easily. It just, it is that practice of, of paying attention and, and um, hopefully in that paying attention, um, we can find some gifts. I think one of those gifts right now is I get a podcast for you. And we get to show up together. I mean, the online offerings are exploding and we get to have a chance to, like, this is a great time to sit and meditate. This is a great time, or to, to begin that, this is a great time to sit on the couch and do nothing. And so many times I, I we we just always have to go and always have to do something and that makes us worthy people 
And that makes us feel a sense of um, accomplishment. And that if we were to sit still, that we're offering nothing to the world or to ourselves or to our families. And I can say this because I feel this. <laughs> and it's, it's, a, it's a work for me to sit and be like, oh, I can just, I could let myself watch a movie, like legit, like even just that for me. I'm like, oh, I could like sit and watch a movie or read a book. And sometimes those things even are, are difficult for me to allow myself to just be and be um, in a little bit more stillness and less of um, going over the task list in my head. And if anything, this is an opportunity for all of us to pay a little bit more attention to where our tendencies are, to where we can strengthen some of our weaknesses and um, where we can hone our skills of communication with other people, how we can call our grandparents more, how we can talk to those people we love, we can rekindle friendships, and, um, you know, our text game is going to be real strong. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. Oh, it's crazy, right? It's crazy. And uh, something that, that all these generations, you know, having my, my kids, it's going to be really interesting to continually hear their, their experiences, you know, as they experience them in their body and then slowly over time as they get older, really have more language to describe their experiences and to hear them talk about it now. And, um, I mean, I'm, I'm experiencing it myself, but then to be a witness to, uh, to younger people experiencing it is, is pretty cool. And, you know, I had a break this last week where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be with my kids for a long time. And I kind of gear up for summertime when I know that they're not going to be going to school and they're going to be with me for a long time. I kind of go through this emotional process of saying, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? They are a lot of energy and um, take a lot of time and they are very independent human beings and very creative and very um, driven for themselves. But like it also means that I have to provide all the meals and that there's a constant ask of things or, um, you know, I hear them arguing or whatever it is and they have to do chores, which they don't particularly love and <laughs> all the things. Right. And so it was interesting this past week as I had this moment, I, I wrote a post on Instagram about it where I said, get loud, get dirty. And I was working out in the garage and and I think I had said that phrase to myself earlier. I was driving to a place and, and I was like, I am feeling emotional because I recognize that in my body. And I was like, I need to get loud and get dirty. Like that just automatically came to me. And I knew that I could do that if I, if I did a workout, turn the music up real loud and do the work and do a workout enough that I knew it would have to be repetitious enough or hard enough or enough weight enough, you know, like there, there's various ways that you can make a workout hard and hard enough where I knew I'd have to like push with it and have some grunting. And so I did that. I was doing that workout and being loud and literally just letting myself yell and, um, letting my voice, letting the work come out of my body, like the hard work I was doing for the workout come out of my body. And what happens for me when I do that is it then 
allows because it's coming out already it allows emotion to come with it and oftentimes it allows me a space to cry and then I just like I started crying and in that moment I, I started crying this and and I was like I said you know totally unprompted totally like I hadn't been thinking of it but in that moment I said the kids are oh my gosh the kids are gonna be with me for six months and and I was like oh Oh, I guess that's part of this right now. Like part of this emotional process is like, seriously, every year I kind of like, okay, here we go. Here we go. They're all going to be here. And and really I get into summer and I'm like, oh, this is totally fine. We got this. Like we get into a rhythm and now I'm like, this is totally fine. And you you know, since, since Tyler has his own, he lives about a mile away at his place and the kids were gone this past weekend over there. So I actually have a quiet house. And so him moving out, I mean, it's been about five months, uh, just over about five months since he has moved out from the house here and we have separated and really I'm seeing this as like such a gift to actually give a little bit of space and um, <laughs> and uh, reprieve from having to be a constant caretaker which is not the case for everybody and I'm feeling really grateful for it at this moment uh, for my own my own well-being and um, that's not something that I would have expected or um, could have premeditated, right? And and here we are, and I'm I'm just seeing a gift in in that. And so in this experience in the garage, though, you know, get loud and get dirty, and I I cried and I yelled, and I came inside, and and you know, my oldest, he's like, were you in pain out there? And I was like, no, it's not. He's like, well, it sounded like you were. And I said, well, you got to get loud. Like you can get loud too. And and giving our children permission, you know, this is a a time of process for them as well. And so I think that we hold a lot of things in, you know, from the moment we are children, not necessarily the moment we're born, the moment we're born, we're crying, right? We're crying as we come out of our mother's womb, right? Our, our, the birth womb that we come from. And then as children, we're told to be quiet or we tell our children to be quiet. And, um, how much has that threaded into our lives now? And if you are a person of minority, maybe that's even more so. And it's be quiet in both our voice, in your sexuality. And where do you feel shame most when you make noise? It's usually either end, right? And, and what happens in your body? What kind of release can you have to find freedom and to find access to deeper meaning and to find strength and, and empowerment in who you are if you let go a little bit, if you get loud. And I don't know where you live. I don't know if you are, you know, in current situation where you have 25 people in your house or in your and paper thin wallpaper you know, apartments, or if you live in a house with 20 rooms and you're the only person who lives there, if you live in a van, um, I I don't know. I don't know where you live, but getting loud is going to be really important. I think, especially right now, because your body is holding all the things. 
And our bodies have been holding things for a long time. And we hold experiences and emotional processes, the way people um, affect us, the way that we affect ourselves in our own experiences. And we have to be able to move those through our body. And I think that's what the power of yoga is, is when we move our body around in other directions, it opens things up. I often will say, if we were to walk, imagine yourself walking into cold water, your whole body is like, oh my gosh, I'm freezing. <laughs> cover your crotch, cover, <laughs> you're like, oh my gosh, the cold water is hitting, heading sensitive parts, right? And so thinking of what your body does, how it constricts when you go in cold water. And then what happens if you like lay in the sun and you're like, oh, every body part needs to not be touching each other because everything is hot. And so then layering that, you know, okay, for yoga, like there you have those positions where you're very tight and positions where you're very broad and spread open. And so what does that do on a physical level where you're, you're moving, you have flexion and extension and all these different directions. And then if we really truly believe that the body and the spirit and the mind and the mental and emotional processes, all those things are combined in one thing, we can't just do one thing to one part of us. So if you can think of a time when, you know, there was some emotional trauma of sorts, maybe take the fear around COVID, uh, around family, and maybe you're a nurse or a doctor or work in a healthcare profession where actually your work has increased exponentially and your fear has increased and your stress and your anxiety has increased because that is also happening. And, um, and the way that that's affecting your body and the holding that you feel and the light and the, the tightness of breath, the shortness of breath, the inability to relax, to soften your shoulders, like a gritting of your teeth, um, those other things that fear and um, frustration right now or um, uncertainty, um, small businesses closing. Uh, should I let my neighbor kids, like they're, they're out there rollerblading. Should I let my kids rollerblade? Like literally that just happened to me. They knocked on the door. My kids aren't here yet, but I'm like, oh, this feels so, this is so weird, right? But all these things affect us emotionally and very much like cold water hits our body and we're like, pull in. Emotional things hit our body and we say, ooh, pull in. And so when we practice something like yoga and we open ourselves up, not only is it unwinding this physical body, but it's unwinding like that emotional body is holding things tight. So if we open things up and we have to loosen and we have to stretch and move in other directions, it's very common for people to get emotional when they do yoga. Sometimes it's anger. Sometimes it could be fear. Sometimes it is relief. Sometimes it is just a deep well-being feeling um, to be to feel strengthened um, to just feel like a release or a heart opening or to, to cry or to laugh, you know, there can be like such a variety of things, but it's because the emotions are intrinsically connected to our physical body. Like that's, and it's the somatic experience that, that inner, that inner experience. And so just really want to encourage you to get loud as much as also to encourage you to keep moving your body. So keep, keep moving your body so you can keep processing these experiences through your body. We don't want to hold these things. We want to let our ourselves like keep moving with it. And if we stand still like in a river, right? If we're a rock in a river, that water is going to come and it's going to pound on us. Like I, uh, we, we don't want to get pounded. Like keep flowing, keep flowing, keep moving, keep twisting, keep twirling, turning, 
you know, like you think of that river, you know, we're going off to that side. It's moving a little bit slower there. Maybe we'll come back to the center again. Oh, we're going down this little waterfall. Ooh, okay, we survived. Here we go. I'm going to hold on and sit on top of this rock for a minute and be still. And then I'm going to dive back in. Move with the flow. Don't get pounded. Don't be a rock sitting in the middle. Don't be that tree stump just sitting there just being pounded and pounded and pounded. That's not going to feel good. So keep moving and get loud. Like let it out. Let yourself moan in your movement. Maybe it's even in yoga where you're like, oh, ah, oh, like let yourself be loud in that. Don't hold back in that and encourage your kids to, to do the same, to allow themselves to like be expressive and to hush not only yourself, but those around you more and, and be encouraging of, of uh, full expression. And then the other thing I said was to get dirty. And literally to find some earth for yourself. And maybe that is a very small access. Maybe you need to borrow a neighbor's plant. And maybe it is your feet on the ground. Maybe you can actually get out in nature still. There's a lot of different things going on right now. So it depends on where you live. Uh, maybe it is actually sitting on your balcony and looking at the sky. Maybe that is being with the earth right now. And let that be okay too. And so getting dirty as in like being a part of the earth, being a part of the sun, be a part of the rain, be a part of the snow, be a part of the grass and the, and the soil, like be a part of the animals, be a part of all of it. Recognize like your primal part, recognize your animal part, recognize that you're part of a whole and almost in putting yourself as, as part of this earth. And I, I really like the, the imagery of, you know, the earth being a giant cell and, you know, in studying cells, you know, you have your nucleus and you have your mitochondria and you have your ATP, you have, you know, you, whatever, you have like all the things. Um, I can't remember all the things from my classes back then, <laughs> but if you think of the earth as the cell and all the things on the earth as the things that are making up that cell, we are very much connected to making this whole cell live. And we are all these tiny little pieces. And so in earthing yourself, recognizing the grandeur that you're a part of and how much you are not alone in it all. And, um, that, uh, the, the things of our stuff and buildings and technology and all those things can, can be fantastic, um, can sometimes be distracting of, of recognizing like our place in and with the world and the earth. And I think that can be very healing to pause long enough and slow down long enough to recognize that and to embrace that. And I guess I just want to circle back one side note about getting loud is I, I did receive a note from somebody who said that they were, um, um, dancing actually it was from my sister and she was dancing and, and she was like, I was wondering what my neighbors might think and how can people actually get loud? And I was talking to a, a woman in my yoga teacher mentorship, um, who, who's in my current, current, uh, round right now. And she said, actually, it was one of her regular things that she takes a shower. She's done in the shower. 
and she's dried off. She has her towel. She holds her towel to her face, like so it's like thick, and she screams as loud as she can into her towel. And she does this every day. And she's been doing it for a long time. And she had had learned it from from somebody else. I think it was a therapist that she had said she learned it from. And I was like, oh, I love that. So even if you have a thin walls and living situation, you can still get loud. You can scream as much as you want. And she's like, and then I do it. And then I feel better. And she's not like in those, in those moments, it's not that she has particularly, you know, anything that she wants to get out. Of course you can, but that is part of her practice to get her voice out and to share her voice, to, to emote with her voice and to get it out of her body. And I thought that was really powerful. So even if, uh, you're not yelling loud enough for your kids to make a, a <laughs> comments or, or have a gym or have a space that you can do that. Like there is still a way. And I, I'm grateful to be here with you guys. And I really do hope that you can find ways to get loud and get dirty and get creative and that those things hopefully fill, fuel a creative life for you right now, a creative life full of joy, a joy, of course, meaning that we recognize both, you know, both the joy and the hard things in our life. We can both laugh and we can cry when we're in deep joy and hopefully let that fuel a, a deep creativity right now because finding a, a creativity and tapping into that is something that sometimes gets lost in all the doing and all the to-do lists and all the things that, you know, we, we don't allow ourselves to slow down for. And the creativity things are things that, um, really can fill you with a lot of endorphins, a lot of positivity, uh, a lot of feelings of success. You know, I used to sew aprons <laughs> when I first started showing up online, like over 10 years ago, I had a blog where I would sew aprons and I would share them. You know how awesome it feels to like finish something like tangible and like look at it. And I'm just like, I made this thing. This is amazing. Like cloud nine. Was like this is, <laughs> I'm pretty much awesome. <laughs> And aprons were great because they didn't have to fit your body in any particular way. <laughs> like if I did a shirt, like, <laughs> I mean, there's like way more things I have to pay attention there. Like, so, you know, finding a, a place of creativity where you can be like, wow, I, I did something. I'm, I'm making something that can feel really successful for you as now and, and very, um, and, and, and ignite a, a passion, which will be important for these times. Oh, I am so grateful that you have tuned in. I am grateful the way that we are um, here together and really uniting in, in all of the things that are happening right now. And I am grateful that um, we can get loud and we can get dirty, that we are part of this earth. And I am here. I am excited to do more podcasts. You'll be hearing from me more because, um, this is a great time to do it. And this is a great time to connect. And I have some exciting things to exciting things, exciting conversations to share and, and people that I'm going to be talking with that are going to be people in well, regardless if they're here in town, we're not in person, right? We're in social isolation. So <laughs> there are going to be uh, more conversations with people who are far away. And then we get to listen to each other. 
And I know that listening to each other is how we truly know each other and, and listening to each other's stories. So I'm excited to bring you some more stories. And for now, I hope you have a day full of joy. Mm. I'll talk to you soon. Feel free to reach out. Find me on Instagram at carrot underscore bowl underscore Bonnie or my website, carrotbowlbonnie.com. Uh, you can send me an email at hello at bonnieweeks.com and leave me a message. Right, write me write me something. And if any of this is in, in this podcast is helpful, please share it with somebody else. And let's talk more. And I will talk to you soon. Mwah. Thank you.